1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Commit or Quit. I'm Eric.
3: I'm Brian,
4: and then I'm Diane.
3: <laughs> Let's go! I didn't, well,
4: I didn't know how. You, I have no idea how you guys do this. Well, welcome I am to the show. Very welcome. much like a guest. I'm. You oh, are. I'm actually I have no right idea now. how I'm, this is going. I'm,
2: Like starstruck. Is this the first time you've (laughs) (laughs) been… Sorry. Keep going. Is this the first
3: time you've been on camera… Yes.
4: Officially, yes. Oh
3: I I feel very blessed. I mean
4: I literally look like… I'm about to rob you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> at gunpoint. But like this consulting like,
4: you about it first. Like how do you feel about it if I rob you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you mind if I take all your money?
4: Is it alright with you? I'm kind of shy. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all about
2: consent here. <laughs> I'm kind of uh, shy. If you guys are not familiar with Diane… Diane is a producer here at Dive. And um, she's joining us for this episode… Because she really wanted to be on this show.
4: <laughs> yes. In an alternative universe, the truth is that Eddie, in the middle of a uh, office-wide call, like company-wide call, was like, "Diane, I can't do it. Can you do it?" <laughs> and I was like, in Put pajamas, like, "Okay." And, and
2: then she was like, "Thank God, I've been waiting for you to ask. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, so yeah. excited to be on this show." I said,
4: "I'm on my way." Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. if you guys are first-time listeners to Come To Quit… This is a show where we talk about dramas, TV shows, movies… And we decide if we like it and we commit to it… Or we quit it because we hate it. Is it dramatic? Yes. But that's pretty much the show. Because honestly, like there's so much content out there. And even if we're in quarantine, we ain't got that much time to watch everything. So we got to be a little bit selective. So um, today, we are going to be talking about a TV remake, right? Of… It's a new one. Of the movie that was originally released in 2013 called Seolgook Yeoichang. A.K.A. Piercer, by the director of Parasite, Mr. Bong
3: Joon-ho. The man himself. The legend.
2: The legend. So anyways, we have a lot to talk about so stick around. Welcome to the show. Let's get into it. Hey, uh, what do you want to watch? I don't know.
3: Oh, I actually heard this is really good. What do you say? Should we commit or quit?
2: Alright so today it's Snowpiercer. I know Diane you're, you are itching to talk about this. Like the rumor has it that you absolutely love this show. And I'm, yeah. I am so <laughs> stoked. Like I heard you actually penciled out a drawing… Of Snowpiercer to get tattooed on all, your left… All
4: 1,000 trains.
2: <laughs> yeah. trains. Each paper your is your a compartment. I binded it together up. like an
4: encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a big fan
2: I am. I, I heard you're, you're just a big fan. So we're excited. Um, we do have to give you kind of like the rundown of the show. In case you don't know… There are spoilers because we talk about the first two episodes. Whoop-de-doo. If you don't like spoilers… Come back to the show mm. later after you watch it. But otherwise… Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead… I'm going to read you the Wikipedia summary real quick. All
4: reliable. All right? Because oh, yes.
2: everything on Wikipedia is true.
4: Yes. Now
2: here we go. Snowpiercer is an American post-apocalyptic dystopian thriller television drama series. That is a long, long ass description. That premiered on TNT… As long
4: as Snowpiercer? <laughs> I don't Almost think so. so. <laughs> Mr. Wilbur would never.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> it is based on the 2013 South Korean Czech film of the same name. Directed by Bong Joon-ho. And the 1982 French graphic novel, Le Transpersonnage… I don't know what that is. From which the film was adapted. By Jacques Lob, Benjamin Legrand, and Jean-Marc Rocher. Is my French on point? What do you think? That was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't even
4: know that was supposed to be French. Is that French?
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, so… Pretty much, what happens? It's… Snowpiercer is set seven years after the world becomes a frozen wasteland. And follows the remnants of humanity who inhabits a perpetually moving train consisting of 1,001 <coughs> carriages that circle the globe. 2.7 revolutions for a year. 133 days to complete a revolution. And it was built by a billionaire, Wolford, and the train is rigidly separated by class with passengers caught up in a revolutionary struggle against a strictly imposed social hierarchy and unbalanced allocation of limited resources. <sighs> The show questions class warfare, social injustice, and the politics of survival. Great. And again, if you guys are watching this podcast, Diane is so excited.
4: I just… Look, I like this type of stuff. Oh my god.
2: You
3: don't like this like post I like zombies. I I I I love
4: dystopian. I love stuff about government and politics and stuff like that. But if we're speaking strictly about the show… Let's say you don't know anything about the… Movies.
2: We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. I'm sorry. I (laughs) was about to rock it off. I was about to get out of here like
4: Snowpiercer.
0: Okay.
2: So… First two episodes. What happens? All right. So seven years after the world ends… The last remaining humans on the entire planet… All of planet earth… They are on board Snowpiercer. Okay? They're the only humans left on earth that we know of. So Mr. Wilford… He's a mysterious man. He constructed this train. And there are passengers in the tail end. They're in the tail. It's like the last one. And people, like, they pretty much snuck aboard the train as it was departing and they didn't pay for their way on the train. And then you have first class. And on the first class, they're like living, eating sushi and lobster and avocado. And in, in the tail, they eat like. I don't know what that is. <laughs> they eat like, I don't know, cockroaches. Like right? tar like made cubes, into right? bars. Yeah, so like in the movie, yeah. it looks like it's like jello. Like hard jello but it's actually made of cockroaches in the movie. Okay? People in the tail… The last car of the train… They're always trying to get up to the third class, second class, or first class… Because obviously they have food. They have living conditions that are bearable. The people in the tail are literally in barracks. And they look filthy and they haven't showered. And I can only imagine how great it smells back there. Um, So there's that. The second episode… So in the first, people like… Get into a revolt. They end up killing like some of the soldiers who guard like the trains. Everybody dies. Then like one person, the main protagonist, what was his name?
4: That isn't that the question. Literally, <laughs> one- the only name I remember is Wilbur.
2: Oh, Wilbur. It's Wilford. A first of all, Wilford. Oh my god. Okay, and Andre Layton. <laughs> Andre Layton. He's a former detective, and he like. He gets summoned to help solve a murder that's happened on the train. So between the first and second episode… Pretty much they take Andre Layton, the detective around… And trying to figure out who killed this person. And the same thing happened years before. And they sentence somebody for the crime… And she's been put under… Like in this vegetative state for years. Um, honestly, that's like pretty much all that have. It's just like him going around the train trying to figure stuff out. But then there's just one point… Where they think it's the butchers who did it. And there's an accident. The butcher car with all the cows in it. The windows shatter and then everything freezes. And then that messes up the entire ecosystem and balance. Because without cows, there's no poop. And without poop, there's no methane. Without methane, I don't know. All the chemical stuff. Also an important thing to note is that… There's this main character Gen- by, played by Jennifer Connelly. And her name is Melanie Cavill. And she's… the. Powerful head of hospitality. The voice of the train. She's everywhere. And it's actually revealed in the first episode that she's actually Mr. Wilford. It's just… Nobody knows. Yeah. Mm. So that's like the thing. And obviously it's kind of like… Okay. So they're going to go around the earth and it just continues. And they'll probably keep it going for as long as they can. But there's class struggle. Class warfare. People are fighting. Struggle for resources.
3: Et cetera, et cetera. And that's it. Did you explain why they were on the train in the first place? Did we touch on that? Like how… Because originally it was meant only for the richest people to be on that train.
2: Right. So they like snuck aboard.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. And the reason there's a train is because it's… Climate change went nuts. And then very day after tomorrow type style… They shot rockets into the sky to make it colder. And instead they went overboard. And now it's like Ice Age (laughs) 5,000…
2: Yeah, I like that. I yeah. say 5,000. Yeah, so, anyways, that's what it is. That's the show now. Um, I know Diane loves the show, she has a lot to gush about it. So, um, before we get to her, just really going off about the show, Brian, what are your thoughts on the first two episodes to start?
3: I, I loved it really. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> for me, <laughs> I like the concept a lot. Um, I think I'm all about that post apocalyptic type of. Fantasy world. But I think for me what made it really just tough to watch was the acting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean it's as simple as that. If I can… If like… What I'm thinking the entire time is how bad someone is at acting… Then it just takes away from the entire… Okay. Who really bothered you acting-wise? The The cop female the, cop? no the detective I forget what his name is the main character the
4: main character Rating? and then the reason I explained it to you when we were talking about it on yeah. the side is that so David diggs you guys a lot of you watching the show or whatever probably know him from Hamilton so he's mm. like Isn't a Hamilton he was in the original cast of Hamilton he played um the one with the French one Lafayette he played Lafayette and oh, wow. he's an excellent excellent actor for the stage And many people will know that acting for the stage is very different from acting for the camera. Uh And so what probably happened was that, you know, it was overacting for a camera. Because camera, you know, you can be really subtle and quiet and realistic. Yeah, But people who act on stage, they're acting for people who are like 100 feet away. Can barely see him. So he has to do everything really… Dramatic and mm. exaggerative. And so I agree with you. It bothered me. Mm. I don't… I just think it's be, probably because of the medium he's in.
3: Yeah. Uh, I want to… Yeah. I'm going to dial that back. It's not awful acting. I still <laughs> respect. I'm like scared now. But yeah, I mean… Yeah. The dude is obviously like… He's achieved a lot. And he's a yeah. great actor in his own right. <laughs> he
0: seems I You kind. don't even know who he is. What are you
3: talking to- <laughs> about? Hamilton bro. Yeah. It's a huge Have musical. you even seen Hamilton? Uh, No. But I know it's like… It's always sold out. Okay. Yeah. So it must be good. Okay.
2: Side note. I watched Hamilton by myself in London. Oh, It was great. Mind you, I was like 10 minutes late so I couldn't watch the first act. But… Or like the first song. So here's the thing. Okay. This is completely random. But you know how in New York… If you want to get a ticket to a Broadway show or whatever… They're like crazy priced. You have to go to like some online website. And it's like, is this even real? And then there's scalpers and you have… Like it's just a mess. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in London, to stop people from like price gouging and um, what's it called, like scalping, scalping? Yeah, yeah. It's just set. The price is set. And so when if you like can't go, if you choose to refund your ticket, it just goes back to the website at the normal price. So I just went on the day of or the day before, and there was like literally one seat right in the middle.
3: Wow! In or, orchestra? Yeah. What do you mean? Wow. What do you mean it's set? How does that make sense?
2: So like if you bought a ticket from yeah. like Ticketmaster… Uh-huh. And you're like, actually I can't go. I'm going to refund the ticket. You get your money back. Uh-huh. But it just goes back to Ticketmaster and it has to be sold at the same price.
3: As opposed to… I- As opposed to like if
2: people will buy that ticket… Uh-huh. Say this is my ticket. I'm going to transfer it to you but you have to pay me $500 so I can make a $300 profit. Oh.
3: Well they could technically still do that.
2: Well, no, because then you have you have to have like, your re- your name registered. Yeah, uh-huh. and it was, like, yeah. it's all like all you're this- you.
4: It's like the person who buys it has to like be the per- person who sees yeah.
2: it uh-huh. from the distributor or okay. whatever. So I was like, yeah, man.
4: that's what they're trying to do for concerts now, where it's like your name like has to be on the ticket uh-huh. if you your name is on like the credit card that bought mm, the ticket yeah. and stuff. So, like anyways,
2: that. sorry that was a random side note, yeah. but anyways, yeah,
3: Hamilton actor. I'm I'm glad you liked it. What makes Hamilton such a good? Show compared to like Lion King, because I've Com- seen Lion King Broadway. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was good. But what makes Hamilton so special? We're not
4: talking about Hamilton. Year, I oh, so can talk to faster. you on the side. I also saw Hamilton in New York Broadway.
3: Uh-huh.
4: um, and it's a great show. Well, well, you know what? It's on Netflix, so maybe that's it a is? that's a future commit or quit <gasps> episode, guys.
2: I didn't know. Yeah. All right. Okay.
4: So save it for later. I would Let's save anyway. it for later. Yes.
2: Um. Okay, so you guys were not fans of his acting. I personally did not really mind his acting. The one that killed me was the female cop with blonde hair.
4: Oh my god. She (laughs) literally
2: made me almost (laughs) throw my iPad at the wall. Yeah. Like I was just like… And then I felt bad but I was like… This is why I will not act. I'm afraid that if I was an actor… That would be me. Yeah, Where it's just like, I'm going to say my line but this has no emotion and it's really awkward.
4: I kid you not. Literally, um, my roommate can attest to this. I was in the middle watching it and it was in the second episode. And then like, you know how they kind of like pair up together? It's very like, bad cop, good cop type thing going on. At one point, I like dawned on me and I went, Do not tell me she's a regular. Do not tell me she's meant to be a meaningful character in this show. I thought she was a throwaway. But we have to care yeah. about her? I don't think so. <laughs> I think she's irregular. Well I'm… Yeah. <laughs> I like literally was visibly upset when I realized what was happening. I, I was like, no, 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 no. She doesn't yeah. get a story.
2: <laughs> she doesn't get her own storyline. No, no,
4: no. Um,
2: yeah. Sorry. I mean… I don't know who this actress is, and yeah. I, you know I respect everybody in the arts. But this was when it's a poor job, you kind of have to call it. It's
4: out. not even that. I think it's just a yeah. poor character. Maybe that is. I think it's, that's what the it character is. serves very little purpose, and that's why yeah. I was upset that a character who serves such little purpose was giving, being given so much
2: time. Yeah, <laughs> she has like half the episode. Yeah, and I was like, please stop talking.
4: With her dumb shaved head, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. it was dumb. I was like, "What's
2: going on?" You know what? I think Diane should be a regular fixture here because she I, says things that I want to say, but I can't say. I was like, "But she's like,
3: let's just." Let's I was just like, say "I'm it. a yeah. cop,
4: but with some attitude." <laughs> first of all, they're not cops.
3: No, they're like. Okay, oh, I'll, I have they? a big
4: point to make about my overall problem with the show. I can save it. Okay, if wait, you want hold to get on. To other Before first. we do that,
2: what did you like about the show?
3: Even the fight scene <laughs> sucks. <laughs>
4: I loved um that a lot of Korean um producers got their executive producer credit and therefore a check. And I think that's great.
2: <laughs> there you go. Oh man,
3: well now you know,
2: there's thunder and lightning going on outside and yeah. I think the gods are getting mad at us for, yeah. for talking crap about Snowpiercer. But Brian, did you have anything that you liked about it? <sighs> um
4: <laughs> I will say this. I do. I get why um, the casting choices were made. Especially for series. Um, And it's also a Netflix series specifically. Like you Mm. know… If we're talking about class dissonance in 2020… It's going to be with like the black male lead… Versus the Chris Evans white male lead from the Mm. movie feature. You know what I'm talking about? Like you know… I I appreciate the being relevant to the times in that way for casting and diversity yeah. and the fact that his counterpart is a female who uses a male's name to run yeah. an ecosystem because she probably knows it's like a As subtle a it's like a subtext right. being like you know oh there's this man in the background you know you know wizard behind the curtain yeah. who's in charge not me so you can believe in it you know mm-hmm. so so i think that kind of stuff thematically i did appreciate yeah. no i feel yes. like
2: this show has an it's woke enough where it's like it's it's subtle but if you're watching it you can see like the social commentary that it's making when it comes to classes or race or sexes yeah and i think that's all stuff that's very important and i think that's like well done i'll say it this way what I like most about this this show is like I like post-apocalyptic slash dystopian slash utopian like settings mm. where it's like it looks like a complete wasteland or it looks absolutely beautiful. Like them in a train car with strawberries and like with cows and people sitting on a train. And there's something to me that's romantic about trains. Yeah. Right? Like mm. um like a Wes Anderson movie or uh, even today, like on my on my Facebook advertising feed, it was like, when this amazing… Po- like what was it? Trans-European uh, train trip. And I was like, I would mm-hmm. love to do that except Corona. But like there's something romantic about it to me. So to see that and then being like, they grow strawberries and have aquariums with uni and fish. I was like, that's so cool. And then everything else was like, I was I was just trying to figure out what they were doing.
4: I okay, I have a hard time mm-hmm. watching shows like this where they try to create like a world within a world. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're trying to argue like the world outside, the world that they had known prior to getting on Snowpiercer was the world that you you we live in, right? And so those rules of that world has to apply within this new world within the train, and that's when you lose me like crazy because uh This snowpiercer, it's not a government. And it's not government made. It's a billionaire so it's a private train. Which you could argue… There's probably some like Elon Musk, Tesla Tesla train… Like also, you know, separate from this. So that's why I'm like… When it's like a privatized thing… So there's no such thing as soldiers. There's no such thing as cops on this train. Because Mm -hmm. they're not a government. They're not reinforcing laws of a country or a government. They're reinforcing just rules… Of a private company. right? And so that's why I was like… What? Then like a lot of things that are being argued in this like… Doesn't register well with me. Because I'm like… I would get it if it was like… This is like a train that the government made… And they're splitting the classes based on mm. your income… Or whatever you contributed in taxes or something like that. Then I get the revolt. I get the class warfare. I get all that mess of stuff. But as soon as you're like… No this is like a private business entity… I'm going to be like… Okay.
2: <laughs> like mm. alright. Spoken like a true capitalistic American. No I'm not. But
4: I'm just… <laughs> like I get it. Like… Uh-huh. I, It's like a government should serve its people. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just awkward to try to make… Um, like similes or whatever metaphors about like… The class system in like a capitalist government. Uh-huh. But it's about a private company. Well trained. I guess it's
2: because like… Well the way I was thinking is like… These people have paid probably millions and millions of dollars to be on this train. Yeah. Right? And as you buy a ticket… You are choosing to abide by the rules of the train.
3: A little waiver form.
2: Yeah. It's like… By buying this ticket… You have to follow all these rules. And if you don't… We will make you go to sleep forever. Mm-hmm. Or like freeze your arm off and kick you off. And then when it comes to the people at the tail end… They didn't pay for a ticket. They snuck on and they jumped on. And it was like a big struggle to get on… But they can't kick them off because… I mean I guess morally they feel obligated to take… Like not even take care of them but just to leave them there. But then it's like what? Like what? I don't know. So
4: is there a government?
2: I don't think there's a right? government. I don't think there's a government. So
4: there's no government anymore, it's right? It's just
2: rules. It's just Mr…
4: But if there's no government, Warfield, what, what is money?
2: There is no I don't money. Think there there's there is no money, economy, though. right? Well I don't think there was. there's no economy. I think it's that… Payment to get onto the train yeah. is probably what paid for like the construction and like the running right. of this stuff. So it's not to like make money. Like there's no money to be made anymore. It's just to survive. It's all for survival. Yeah. And then for… If you're at the poor end, you're like… I just want to live a decent, fair life. Which is completely understandable. Yeah. But from people who are in first class like the snooty people… They're like, well, they didn't pay… Give me my lobster, yeah, and, and my caviar.
4: but I'm just saying everything's so finite, so like mm-hmm. are they just thinking like they're going to be on this train until hopefully the cold front ends, or literally like for the rest of our lives, we're living on this train
2: right well, i was I was like it'll be one of the two, but then it's like all the this delicate balance thing, this delicate because essentially we learn about the circle of life and what is it what is like that circle you call? For it's like the environmental stuff. It's just
4: ecosystem. Ecosystem, yeah.
2: right? But like they're trying to mimic that on a train. Yeah. With so many different factors. Yeah. And I guess that's why it's that's where it's the innate challenge and like
3: struggle of like what are we doing? Do they ever talk about what the end goal is to be on this train? Like I mean, you said, like I mean, it's they- a
4: whole series, so I'm sure they want. Yeah. You I mean, know, how I'm about sure you watch so the that episode 10. and thing.
3: you
2: let us know. <laughs> Don't put that Tell on us me. Tell us if
4: they answer all those questions. <laughs> Look, crushes. you
2: show up every like five episodes. Wow. So if I'm going to put something on you, it's going to be this. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's like, I'm a host of this podcast. I'm like, you come on <laughs> once every yeah. five, six episodes.
4: Yeah. No. Okay. There's yeah. another logistical thing. Maybe I it just completely went over my head. Yeah. But I have a question if you guys understood this. So he has a son. The main character. Oh he does? Hey, what? He has a son who gets chosen… Remember for the apprenticeship. Oh Miles and Miles. Yeah. That's he, just, wants okay. he wants to be an engineer when he grows up okay. type thing. Uh-huh. So he has a son. And then that son calls that British lady in the tale mom. And clearly this guy has a like romantic or uh-huh. sexual <laughs> relationship
3: <laughs> uh-huh. with this
4: British lady. But then during his homicide investigation… And he gets pushed to the third class area… He meets a woman that apparently he was in a loving relationship with prior yeah. to the train completely yeah. so i'm like is that her son or they're just not talking about whose son is this right like
2: so what i read or what i had saw i don't know where i got this but i'm i clearly did not make this up i hope i didn't make this up yeah. but from what i understand as they were struggling to get on the train right um they were like all running to get on and the kid's mom didn't make it or something she got oh. forced off
4: so it's not his son.
2: I don't think it was his son.
4: Oh I thought it was his son. Then who's this yeah, kid? Don't- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what are you doing? I don't know. There's a scene with the damn tomato bisque soup and the grilled cheese that was unwatchable for me. Where they like, like
2: blocked it out. They like,
4: they like tempt him. They like pull him out of the tail. It's like right when they pull him out of the tail to like propose the homicide investigation to him. And they give him food as clearly as like um bribe. Bar, like yeah. yeah bribe for like mm-hmm. hey we'll give you food blah blah blah. And like you know I would have directed it in a way where I'm like you this guy clearly has such strong morals right He he's so like about justice and he was part of like a revolutionary group prior to Snowpiercer mm-hmm. like all this stuff so like to show that intense struggle between just like your innate need for food as a human and like that moral code that you have like you should have just kind of like Nothing on the face Poker face And maybe like an Irish tear comes out Just like you know Because it's such a thing And then you like give in And you're upset at yourself for eating it But you have no choice But this guy was like Oh my god Oh <gasps> Oh no, no 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 no! And it's just like I was like, what is this? What are you doing, macking with this grilled cheese? Like, yeah, it, there was like weird like violins playing and stuff like that. And I was like, this was more weirdly intimate than like that actual sex scene that happened. In, sorry, I'm saying it in season <laughs> 10, episode two. Uh-huh. Like, I was so confused.
3: <laughs> oh my god, I. Show's
2: amazing. I think I've gotten to a point now where we have movies or shows and I need it to be simple. If there are more than three characters, I'm out.
4: <sighs> they threw a lot at us in the first two mm. episodes. If,
2: what like… I mean even K-dramas. It was like the one with Imino. Do you remember that one? The King. I still have no idea what happened. Oh my god. I was like… Episodes. What the hell is happening? Like… <laughs> Brian watched it four times and he still couldn't (laughs) figure… Like literally he watched it four times. Yeah, I watched it two and a half times. I was like, I can't. I can't. But like this felt like there was just a lot of characters. Again, I don't dislike the concept… And if I was really bored, I'd probably watch it.
4: Yeah. It's not premise. It's about execution. Because clearly the premise is great. Because this show is made based off of two great movies. Mm -hmm. You know. That were really well crafted and stuff. But because this is a series and you need to insert a lot of characters to make it a series. This has to Uh live beyond two hours. And you know. Make people invested with the hopes that this gets a season 2, a season 3, a season 4. And so they have to keep adding… All this right. shit to be like… And then this and this and this and this has to be revol- mm. uh, resolved or
2: whatever. Which is why for me as I was watching this… I was like… Why did they make this series?
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. I literally was like… The movie is great. Like I, I don't mind the movie. I think it was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't watched it other than one time I watched it in theaters. But like I remember walking away from it, it. was like it was pretty good. Yeah. But I was like… "What?" But like why did you have to make a TV show?
4: Um,
3: I just just
4: it's it's money, money and yeah. it's also you know if you if you want to uh, believe that there's obviously like integrity in the deal itself it's probably because people are like oh this is a relevant story this yeah. is still you know there's a lot of class struggle issues happening every day all around the world so people can identify mm-hmm. with this metaphor and stuff like that. Um, And you know… I like political shows too. I like getting riled up and being like… Yes justice and like… You know… Class equity and equality. Blah blah blah. But I think what we're all disconnected with is the execution.
3: Yeah. Right? I still think the overall concept's great. I think there's still a lot of potential. If you were to redo it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding?
2: If you were to redo (laughs) it…
0: (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, seriously. Wow. I would
4: I would cast it very differently. Who would you cast? As the leading da- as lead, lead male,
3: who would you cast? Who Ooh. would you cast? Stephen Young.
4: Oh he would actually, be great.
3: actually, that oh, would damn. be great. But that's only because Brian really wants to be Steven Young. But also Young. he like that role fit him so well in Walking Dead.
4: Yeah, that's true. Glenn. Well I'll say this. I think the reason why there's like a a huge disconnect for me watching uh, David Diggs' performance… Is because he comes from theater and the way Mm. theater people talk… Is that he's so like naturally so classy Mm. and elegant in how he delivers lines and stuff. Mm. Whereas like if you're from the tail… You should be like very like blue collar everyday dude. Like just a guy. Right. And he's clearly so much… Like as a human being… Like real life person… He's clearly more than just a guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like this… Uh, what is it? Thespian. Mm-hmm. You know? He speaks with a flair… That's like really, you know… Charming and stuff like that. But when you're supposed to play a character… That's supposed to represent like… I'm a, I'm a… The people's man. Yeah. I think Steven Yeun, he His whole vibe as a person is kind of like… I'm just a guy. Yeah. And yeah. I guess like that's probably why you think he would play… That character is so great. Um, I'm trying to think. I think even like Lakeith Stanfield.
2: I have no idea who who that that is. Lakeith
4: Stanfield is uh, in Get Out and Atlanta. And uh, he's… Oh! Yeah.
2: The skinny dude. Yes. Who plays every character so well.
4: He… I think he would have done it… Because you know why? He can be an asshole and you still root for him.
3: Mm, there's like, something this, about him. There's innately. a character
4: edge mm-hmm. in Snowpiercer uh, for David's character. Yeah. I literally don't remember the character's name. But Wilford? Layton. Layton. Yeah. But Layton like… It- he's kind of an asshole.
3: Well he needs he? to be but right? he's not. He's
4: kind of an asshole. He's he's conflicted like crazy. Uh-huh. And I think Lakeith would have done a really great job um, pulling that off.
3: He would be… Yeah… I'd where he's kinda that.
4: corrupted, even though he has all these supposed like strong moral standings and stuff. Yeah. And you'd watch him and you kinda be like empathetic. You yeah, get yeah. where he's coming from mm-hmm.
0: and his choices.
4: But yeah, I, I feel like he would have been a really great choice. Once again, I'm a fan of uh the actual actor who plays the character like David Diggs. Like yeah. I, I am a fan. I just yeah. think maybe because he comes from the stage. Right. It was a slight miscast or a slight misdirection for his character. I'll say this. <laughs> Wait, so what,
2: where do we go from here? No, no, no. I'm just say this. Again, I love the concept, love the movie. I wish the show was better. It's not horrible for me. I just like don't find myself wanting to continue watching it. I'm
4: not rooting for anybody.
2: I think that's what it I is. Don't like, there's no, not I don't care whether or not any works connection. Out. Like I think. The other part is like for being in the tail, right? There wasn't as much of a dramatic pull for me being like, like, oh my god, you guys need to get yeah.
4: That old lady singing and just the- being like, "Happy birthday!" I was like, guys, this is such a forced chemistry. I think between that's these what it was. It, a lot of it
2: felt, and part of it is like we've never seen anything like that, which is maybe why it's hard for us to relate to it. But like watching, it, I was like, everything feels very. Forced and contrived. And that's where I was like… You don't have me rooting for these people to move up beyond… Because literally all I kept thinking was like… Okay. This is going to sound horrible. But like I literally kept thinking… Okay. But if these people are going to all just move up to first class… Everybody's going to die. Like there's no… Because there's not enough resources? There's not enough resources. So it's like… What is the solution? Like I… Like for me at parts I was like… I get it. I want these people to all have equitable, nice lives. And like that kind of thing. But like they don't have the resources. What do you… Like how do you deal with that?
4: I think, I think the uh-huh. argument in the movie version is that there is plenty of resources. But they're just not sharing it. Right. But I guess the whole point of having Jennifer Connelly's character… I forget her name. Um, the character's name. But Jennifer Connelly's character who is Wilford.
3: Wilford
4: for <laughs> Wilfred Wilfred Wilfred, Wilfred yeah, yeah. um is that she's supposed to be like the truth behind the veil which is like she's struggling too mm. right she knows how fragile everything is yeah and so it's like both sides are true it's a great example of when both sides are true both sides are kind of right uh-huh. but it's just like the harsh cruel reality of the situation is just like neither can win mm. you know mm. um Also, what? What? I don't believe in this damn train. It broke that easily. I was just that window broke way too easily. Also, why a train?
3: (laughs) Why not just build like a massive bunker? I don't know. Like, why would you risk moving like around the world? Like, some there's going to be something that breaks the track. Like. If you span the entire world… Why not just build a big bunker?
4: So you're telling me… Simpsons came up with a better post-apocalyptic plan with a dome? (laughs) Where they just build a giant dome over a city… Where people can go outside at least… And like Like, freely move around. Well
2: okay. The other question though… That I was having… It's like… How did she know… To have this ready to go? Well I guess you could. If it's like… I'm sure sure Elon Musk has one right now. He has like a space
3: rocket… Where it's just like… That goes around the world over and over and over again. How quick does it change when they like shot off like the cooling… Ice missiles or whatever? Well let me tell you. I don't know. (laughs) Was it like… Was like next day Ice Age? Or was it like… I don't know. No. I think it was like… I
4: think think it was like the way like the earth warmed up exponentially. I uh think it's like triggered an effect where it earthed the… Just it slowly cooled the earth colder. exponentially. Okay. So well, it's like a it. winter that never ended. And so I'm sure people were panicking seeing no end in sight. And then you know a private company created the right. train. Um, but I'm like this train was poorly made. Because yeah, like, it literally broke way too easily. Mm-hmm. I was like if a window can break that easily don't have a window. <laughs> Deadass. Don't have
2: a window. I thought that too. I was like, why did they even have a window? And I was like, I guess cows need sunlight, I guess. Like the cow
4: wanted a view. (laughs) There is no sunlight. That's the damn point. (laughs) Like it's (laughs) just… Wasteland. Like she's like, oh I hate this part of the track. Because it's so bumpy. Like one of the characters says that. And I'm like, well you put the track there.
2: (laughs) Well that was the other thing. I was like, how… How do they make a track that goes around the entire world? Oh, and did why? they own the train,
3: or and did they own the tracks? Like I just, I just like, there's bound to be one dude that's just like, nah, like f this, like I'm gonna break the track right here. Well, like, everybody's gonna dead. this. Mm. There's nobody outside. I'm saying when they're building it. Like, I mean, I guess,
2: but like, I just didn't get that. But why? A and train? the other thing was then, okay, if they're circling the world, right? And it's all on a train track. How? <laughs> what do you mean? Like are all the oceans frozen too? Maybe they're yeah. under.
4: Yeah. The water okay, is frozen. Okay. So then, then
2: think about this. So then that means that they built a track on top of the frozen oceans. So that even if it warmed up eventually then there's… Well they're screwed then too. But… Okay. I'm just trying to figure this out. So they built a train track then… After everything froze on top of the ocean, maybe
3: it goes.
4: Uh, I don't know if it actually goes completely around the world. I think it just goes what? around the con, like the continent or like the U.S. country US- landscape. I know it
2: literally says it goes around the world 2.7 times a year.
4: Well, that's just dumb. <laughs> And I'll tell him that. <laughs> it says… It that says… Just,
2: okay. We're going to read a moving oh, train… You, they
4: went through the Alaska Strait… Consisting <laughs>
2: of 1,001 <laughs> carriages that circles the globe. 2.7 revolutions for a year. That's 133 days to complete a world revolution. Okay. Yeah.
3: These people did not think this through. Straight. Well I'm sure they did. I just don't… I mean we're just… I'm, like, we're, just haters. We're, we're haters. We're haters. We're though that we would invest that… Those resources. It's just like a bunker or like a dome.
2: I would do a bunker or a dome. And yeah. then like I would like get a greenhouse snow topic. torches or like a uh, fire torches. So if we get snowed in then I would just like melt everything on top. My
4: thing is this. If they could build missiles to cool the earth… Also, <laughs> what happened to the guy who made the missile to cool the earth? He was like, like <laughs> He was like, sh-
2: He's dead. <laughs> Bro, homeboy dead.
4: <laughs> he was like… He's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I just sorry. killed everyone. He's like, brrr. He's like, winter is my favorite season.
2: <laughs> there must be some Toro in the atmosphere. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Yeah.
3: But, oh, we, oh, ice, ice! ice, o-wee, o-wee, o-wee. ice,
2: ice,
4: ice, ice. Here we go. Wow. Burner, burner,
2: burner. Sorry. I have no idea what that
4: is. Also, what, you know, make the train tall, <laughs> give
3: yeah. it floors.
4: Oh, because there are trains where there's multi floors there at least two. You
2: know they have to go into tunnels, which I don't know how they might made tunnels either around the entire
3: world. But they did. There's tunnels. Like why would they not just make a… <laughs> like the amount of work that would go into making a, a like a track that goes around the world, going through mountains and stuff. Yeah. You know what? Who's How? this billionaire guy? He's not It's the, not. It's, it's not the lady. It's
4: the girl who has pictures oh. of Paris in her room.
3: <laughs> I mean, good for her. She's who, a great singer. She went
2: days. to MIT.
4: She, did she?
2: Because on her hoodie it at MIT. Oh. And I was like, oh, so you were an MIT genius and you created that's this. Think this I know people who went to MIT. They're not geniuses so. <laughs> Great people. If
4: they come to you and say, So I've got this train. And you're like, Get yeah. out of here.
2: Again, okay. This is a revolving theme of when it comes to even with like, Train to Busan. Right? Yeah. If that's the case, Bye y'all. I'm Cut, gone. Same
4: here. I'm leaving.
2: Like, same I don't here. need to survive a zombie apocalypse. People are always like, How would you survive a zombie? It's like, bro, Why I'm just gonna die. Why would you want to?
4: They're like to rebuild. I'm like I don't want to build anything. You give me a Lego set and it will collect dust. I'm not building anything. I'm not. I'm not being like, oh my god. Okay, Constitution time. What do we agree on? Razor Magna your hand. Carta. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't. I'm tired.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna lay down.
4: Imagine, imagine the day that you know for them in Snowpiercer that yeah. the world finally defrosts and you get to go outside. And it's kind of like, now what? I'm like, don't ever look at me.
3: <laughs> don't look at well, I'm me. I'm going to be in the corner I'm gonna, on
1: a glacier. I'm going to
4: walk off that train and not ever look back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to wander just straight. Like the like I'm going to be like the Donner Party of Party One. and Just like go into a cave somewhere and be like, damn, I don't want to see any of y'all. <laughs> Ever. Like yeah. heaven forbid… A COVID type thing breaks out within this damn train. Oh, they Talk about an ecosystem. Yeah. Like you know what kind of disease happens… When you just like are sp- the okay. breathing the same air Cruises? over and over. Cruises. Hate it. Titanic told us everything we needed to know. And people don't, still mm-hmm. don't listen.
2: People do not listen. Like… I think it was like cool for a minute… And then you're like… Wait. I'm stuck on a boat… With thousands of people… And we all… Eating the same thing. And we stuck on a boat for seven days together. Everybody gets sick on every cruise. I
4: remember a girl Mm. in high school got a boyfriend from a cruise. She had a cruise boyfriend. And she posted about him on her Tumblr. And I was very invested <laughs> and it was like they met at like the kids dance on the cruise I, I and I was like god bless y'all and um it did not work out <laughs> oh no I'll, I'll spoil that ending oh, no. real quick it did not work out I have no uh-huh. idea where he lived they were long distance right. but I'm sure under those disco lights as like YMCA played they just like locked eyes <laughs> and they're like we are the only teenagers here <laughs>
2: By choice. (laughs) We
4: gotta make it work. Like people get very um what is it like
2: cabin fever. Oh yeah,
4: they get cabin fever real quick. And I think, you know, cruise lines Mm. bank on that. (laughs) People just get
2: real weird (laughs) real quick. (laughs) I, I mean like
4: No, literally people will be like showing off their cruise and being like, There's an orange Julius in this boat. (laughs) Isn't that astounding? And I'm like, I don't even go to one by choice on online.
0: Are you
4: kidding? They're like, does it make the experience to just like watch your cup slosh in front of you as your yeah. boat hits the waves? I remember, like, I remember
2: they're, like, that was, they're like,
4: they have a Johnny Rockets on the, the cruise. <laughs> no, like, I'll go. Was that like, was my issue all along with Johnny Rockets on land. Was uh, the lack of seasickness <laughs> that I felt <laughs> while digging into this dried patty. That's really what I was looking for and I'm glad you gave it to me. I That's like, what well, I'm wanting. Okay. With that being said, Brian, would you go on a cruise?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I actually want to go on one. I've never been on one. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like it'd be fun. If you, if you don't get sick. If you take that part out.
4: I just… For me… The whole concept of them being on this train… Like… The thing that made me just like laugh at the just like absurdity… Was like the idea that like… There wasn't a strong amount of people… Regardless of class. That were just distraught about like… The destruction and like… Possible end of like… Humanity and civilization as they know it. You know? When you mm-hmm. look out the window and you literally see like… New York City frozen over. Because yeah. there's like this one girl. The redhead girl. Oh, who was yeah. like… He's like… <sighs> I want to go to a third-class train. And I'm like, you're going to be a brat in an apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> like… <Yeah. laughs> you're like, oh, this is so tacky in here. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not all right.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean… I'll say this about the show. If you really just want to watch something for face value and not have to like dissect it like we are supposed to… Meh, not bad. There are a lot of things to watch, but yeah,
4: I just didn't understand how the one thing of entertainment they had. Was this like Boy George looking girl singing at the mic. Right? Was that not like… Right? That. Is that not what she kind of looked like? She had like the Boy George like eye makeup uh-huh. jewelry with the bowler's hat or what was whatever. was called? The night car? I was like… So we just like completely uh. forgot about what mainstream music sounds like. And we're all into yeah. this. Whatever this is happening. We're all… Yeah. We, this is our top 40 now. Yeah. Like who's who's like a rapper on Snowpiercer? Who's trying to just like do a gig at the <laughs> one venue?
2: Yeah. I have dreams, mom.
4: Yeah. I'm going
3: to be a, a, to the a musician.
4: <laughs> And I'm like, well, how about trying to be alive? <laughs> like… There's no economy. So who, how are people getting paid? Like… Yeah. And even getting paid. What are you doing? With I don't that? think
3: they are getting paid. They're, they're just they They're just giving… snowbucks. <laughs> they're just getting stuff. Just, yeah. They just pay right? their lifetime payment. It's but a there's
4: lifetime employees member. of the train. So they didn't buy a ticket. They were hired. True. And they hired some whack-ass uh-huh. people, that football guy. The British guy who is like with the blonde girl in the beginning who like kicked oh, the shit yeah, out yeah. of oh, the main character. Yeah. I was like… He made it… He made it through the hiring process where it's like… Hey get hired for and like get paid to work on and this survive. luxury train… And survive the, the apocalypse. Life. You would think they were getting the cream of the crop of yeah. employees. And yeah. he got this like lad…
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you know… Lad.
4: From like South England. <laughs> I was like… <laughs> he made it? <laughs> What's going true. on?
2: Now That's that you so point true. out… There are a lot of flaws you going on… The
4: homicide detective could have made a better employee <laughs> than like Cameron. <laughs> Whatever right. his name is. <laughs> right, right, Camden. Right.
2: That's very true. I don't know. Buckingham? I, yeah, sure.
4: <laughs> I just… Yeah. For me… Uh, every time the logistics just blatantly doesn't make sense to me yeah. like that… It takes me so out of it. I can't right. even focus on the… Like I can't… Was it… Suspensions, suspension of disbelief yeah. just can't happen for me at that point. Yeah.
2: I mean… I honestly don't even know what more to talk about this show. I think we should just get to the point. (laughs) I mean clearly everybody's going to commit to this show. (laughs) So… Diane starting with you. Tell us. What do you think about this? and Give us your little spiel.
4: I mean if I had my way… I would just like pretend in life that I didn't start to begin (laughs) with. So I don't quit or commit to anything. But um, (laughs) for the sake of this show… That I want to commit to this show, you Mm. know, commit or quit… I will say I have to 100,000% quit. (laughs) Um, Like literally just like when she put her arm out to get it frozen… And just like hammer it into pieces. It looked like frozen strawberries. But anyway, I was like… To be that arm and to leave this train. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Like truly. (laughs) Get me off. (laughs) Throw me out.
2: I don't know. Well said. Oh, wait. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Speaking of that lady… Why does she keep coming… Like every… Just when you forget about her… You, she's shown again just like shivering in pain. I'm like… This we does not… It. Like… Again. You're trying to pull out the emotional heartstrings of it. You didn't do the job. Alright Brian. I mean apparently you love this show. So tell us. Wait. You go first. You go first. I need to, yeah. Alright. I'm going to say this. Like I'm a big fan of Pong obviously. I'm a big fan of the original Snowpiercer movie. I think… I'm going to quit this because I just… There's other things to watch. There are other <laughs> things to watch. The purpose of this is… And I'll be very honest. Before they were like… Before the producer said we're going to do Snowpiercer for a Commit or Quit… I had started watching episode one on my own volition. By my own choice when it came out because… I was curious and I wanted to like it. I couldn't finish it. So… I went back for this recording to watch episode 2. And it was like… Up until like the last five minutes of episode 2. It was like… It was a struggle. So… If you like post-apocalyptic things… And you don't mind things being a little bit unreasonable… Go for it. For me, am I going to finish watching this entire first season? No. Quit. How many episodes are there? Ten.
3: <gasps> Is your season two coming? Yeah.
4: Oh my God.
3: Guys, I'm gonna say <laughs> you commit. I'm gonna commit to this.
4: You didn't even commit to watching all two episodes. I'll say it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you mean, John? <laughs> <laughs> I I watched the first episode though. This just trying to look good by himself. <laughs> Screw this guy. You get the tail car. We're Fuck. in first class. I yeah. support the production team. I support the actors. Nobody asked you about that. Look, 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 the concept, it's there. It it has potential. Yeah, but we're talking about this show the way it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to commit. I think everyone else, I think everyone. (laughs) I'm going to follow (laughs) up
4: on this, dude. I'm going to be like two weeks from now, I'm like, what episode are you on? Huh? What happened? (laughs) All
3: right, fine. I'm going to commit, but I'm just going to commit and I'm just going to say it's not the best show I've ever watched, but. I support art. I support entertainment. I (laughs) support… Get off this show! (laughs) Not helpful. For the purposes of this show. I am not going down with you guys. Just doing a He's like, He's
4: like, I want that producer credit for next season. I'm I'm getting on that show.
2: I'm going to commit to this show.
4: (laughs) If they bring you on as a producer… If you
2: (laughs) add… If you give me a role in the next season, I will commit to this show.
4: What? You're going to be the next Oliver Twist? (laughs) With a freaking broken hand?
2: (laughs) Again, I don't mind it. I just, I'm not going to watch all. Se- I have to be honest, I'm not going to watch the entire first season. Yeah. There wasn't enough, there wasn't anything compelling enough for me to be like, oh, I need to watch episode three. Yeah. Right. I was like, okay, I'm done with episode two. I could talk about it.
4: I, I said, I agree. This isn't over four times during the second episode. <laughs> because you know how they would do like what would be like commercial breaks if it was normal TV? You know, where they like, Well, out It was out made for, for a TNT. Long- Oh yeah yeah yeah. So th- during like the commercial break like transitions… I literally was like waiting for the credits and I was like… It's not over? <laughs> How?
2: Yeah, It's… It, it, they felt really long. Ew, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. when I know… If something feels long to me… That's when I know that it's like not for me.
3: Yeah. But I mean
2: I don't know. Maybe it gets better. Game of Thrones season 1 episode 1 and 2 I did not like… That mm-hmm. is true.
3: Have you watched Game of Thrones?
4: Yeah. You know… They really pulled through right here for season 8. So it was really (laughs) worth finishing and committing. Right? Right? So we learned a lot from that experience… That we're going to repeat for this show. (laughs) Correct. That's what I'm getting right now. (laughs) Y'all whack.
3: (laughs) Wait. So are we committing right
4: now? No. You want to relive Game of Thrones season 8 all over again. You loved it that much.
2: You're all in. All right, so Brian commits, I quit, Diane quits. That's what the verdict is for this week's commit or quit. Talking Mm. about Snowpiercer, the TV show. We should put that into the into the title, so people are very clear. Snowpiercer (parentheses) TV series. Okay, Mm. Um, but I personally wish you guys the best. I want you guys to survive. Hit me up when you're gonna do the survival show. I'll think about that one. You know when they get off the train.
3: Oh, uh, I'm talking no. to the the snowpiercer people.
2: I'm talking to the people on the talking train.
3: Talking to to Landon.
2: Who's Landon? <laughs>
3: What's his name?
4: No, I can't. Even, I know it's wrong, but I can't tell you the correct <laughs> answer. That's the thing. <laughs> That's how
0: little. Landon these, Donovan. The characters <laughs> mean
4: so little to me. I was like. My brain said, "Dan, you have such limited capacity already (laughs) for like storing things. You don't need this. It's gonna just filter through. Do you know what
2: I did today? Just like a window. Do you know what I did yesterday and today? I've been so (laughs) busy… Like I've been on music shows again. Yeah. I've been doing so many meetings, and I've been trying my best to work my way through two episodes of this show. Yeah. Even after I finished my show today, in the car, I had to hotspot my iPad through my phone to stream the second episode. Yeah. And I literally at a point I was like, I cannot believe I'm doing this. <laughs> All to figure out who chopped off someone's limbs.
4: I don't know a single character's name. Deadass. Wait, what was his name? Hold on. You committed to this show. It was
3: Landon or like something. Lanyard? <laughs> something along those lines.
4: It's um, a it's called Friendship. Layton. His name is Friendship Land- Bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Friendship <laughs> Bracelet given to me in this 2005. So church Camp. Oh my god.
2: This conversation is so dumb. Uh his oh, name wow. is
4: uh, Freshman Orientation Lanyard <laughs> name tag. <laughs> Reading for him. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) gosh. Hope he makes hope he makes it to senior year.
2: (laughs) Oh my lord. Oh god. Okay. So that's the verdict for today's Committed Quit. Please don't think this is indicative of all of our shows.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I feel like we're on a slippery slope to be just becoming the haters club. Um, we just uh, call it commit or hate it completely. Um, but Diane, thank you for joining us. How does it mm-hmm. feel b- making your podcast debut?
4: Sweaty. I'm dying under this <laughs>
2: mask and <in> this hoodie. <laughs> Whose houses are you planning on robbing later?
4: Yours. I know where oh, you live. Oh, sorry, it was mine.
2: <laughs> um, any projects you want to plug? Where can people find you? <laughs>
4: My projects are your projects. What are you talking
3: about? <laughs> so, K-pop you're,
4: you're like, what do you do? <laughs> like what what script are you reading? <laughs> If you are watching this show, you are watching one of my projects, <laughs> probably. So you're already uh, on board with me. Thank you for s- the support, <laughs>
2: Diane. Okay, can you recommend a show for us to do, or anything you're mm. curious to do? I watch mm. a lot of comedy. Uh huh.
4: But I actually want to do a throwback series. Oh. So, because mm. I love 2000s television uh-huh. a lot, uh-huh. so I think you we should watch The OC.
2: I oh my gosh! <laughs> that is the best show right? ever. Right? Except for like… Once it gets past season 3… You're Weed, like… Yeah, I don't yeah. even know her. No but season, season 1, two one is great. Se-
4: okay… The California… By Phantom Planet. California. Jason Schwartzman is in the band. What? Yes. I know oh. so much about this show. But the pilot for The O.C. is probably one of the best pilots Amazing. of television I've… Amazing. I could
3: rewatch that right now.
4: Yeah. And Wait. So can we,
2: should we do that?
4: Great suggestion. Eddie needs
2: to be here for that too. Yeah. Eddie will cry if he's not a part of that. Yeah. yeah. The O.C. Okay. That, that was a, I wow. even bought the DVDs. <gasps> yeah. We had those. Oh,
4: uh, Okay. We're going to have a little uh, TV night. I Got mean,
2: it. I don't know where they are now but…
4: Okay. Anyways, Never mind. <laughs> um,
2: oh, I want to watch that right now. Brian, any, anything you want to plug? What's going on with you? Dude, we all like are doing the same thing, <laughs> okay. like, guys. We're on the same team here. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying Isn't to. This is how Eric says he quits. He's like, "What are
4: you doing at your dive show? You know?"
2: Um, I'm about to. I don't know what
4: y'all are doing. I'm walking off into the horizon, off a of snow piercer, just like what a you nomad. Tell us right
2: now.
4: Uh-huh. I don't
2: know. What about you?
4: (laughs) What do do, do, you
3: got going
2: on? (laughs) I'm busy as (laughs) hell (laughs) y'all. I'm so busy. Um, (laughs) But I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie Nam just texted uh, into our community. He said, hi.
3: And we said, hey. Did we tell them what community is? So… I mean you could tell them. So we have an official dive number. So you can text us. We are going to be taking questions… Uh, sending out like general company texts and announcements. Just connecting with you guys on text message. Uh, and yeah. People sent in some questions for this episode. So yeah but
2: also they didn't because it is like 3am in LA. You right, you right, you're right. This is only
3: available to US and Canada Only numbers. LA people listen
4: to this show.
2: <laughs> so uh, there are none. But Eddie wrote and he said hi. And Sachiko so said hello. And She's from San Jose. And she's up at… An ungodly hour in LA or in San Jose. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to text us, you guys can text us if you're in Canada or the US at one, that's the country code, three one zero five six four one zero three zero. That's 310-564-1030. Anyways, guys, please subscribe and rate this podcast. Give it five stars and leave us a nice review because it helps us. Please consider becoming a patron of ours at patreon.com slash the Dive Studios. And you can find videos of this podcast at youtube.com slash divepods or slash dive studios. And we have a TikTok and we have an Instagram and we have a dive collection. TikTok have- at dive studios. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, Brian. Actually, Diane. What? Can you… Make an outro jingle for us? No. Yes. Brian, can you make an outro jingle for us?
3: (sighs) Wait. So when I first made a jingle for Ted Show… This was April 2019. No. March 2019. Guys, it was just us three. Do you remember?
4: (laughs) We can't do this right now.
2: (laughs) We gotta go. I wanna go home. We gotta go.
3: (laughs) Outro! Thank you for listening to Commit or Quit. (laughs) Goodbye.
2: That was great. Bye.